The Bite Goes On is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Destination Eat Drink. A fried bread called Longosh, Hungarian moonshine, and suitcases full of paprika. I'm Brent Peterson, and this week we're in Budapest, Hungary, for all that plus thermal spas and delicious desserts. Download Destination Eat Drink today on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey with Sandra Bernstein. Hey, Brian. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm still thinking about Mexican food. I know. After- a whole week for a whole week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's easy. I know. That was fun show, recapping Mexico City. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Um, well, I'm really excited because this week I have two friends, or I can call them friends, who I've known, oh God, if, I mean, three, four, five years now? Well, you've been working with us for... Going into my sixth season. Sixth season. And I'm going to need to pull you right up into that microphone. Yeah. And scoot um, your chair up. Which is awesome. But I didn't know about this passion that we're going to talk to right away. I knew you're an amazing employee. Always did a good job. (laughs) Excellent service. (laughs) Thank you. But today we have Jeff Alana, right? Mm -hmm. Did I say it right? Jeff Alona, yes. Jeff Alona. And Emily Reber. Reber. Yeah. I knew that. Emily That's Reber right. on the show today. And they are Flora Coffee, which is awesome. And we did an event with them not that long ago. And I had that amazing. What did you guys do? What do you mean? What event did you guys do? Well, together? we had a hospitality event for uh-huh. we launched our new website and our cakes. And I asked oh, okay, um, cool. Emily and Jeff if they wanted to come and do their coffee thing and yeah. I asked Allison if she wanted to do her tea thing so it was a coffee tea battle it wasn't it was a very it was a big love fest they were on tea, coffee, yeah. tea, coffee. Yeah. separate areas of the space but um because typically was, I'm sorry it was I mean, all typically don't, I mean people either drink tea or coffee right today John drank tea and coffee John is not a normal human tea. being. Well, that's true. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> listen like to some the show. Superhuman chef, but yeah, I think people, a lot of people, try and get off of coffee and, and start drinking tea, tea like yeah. decaffeinated something. But do you drink tea and coffee? I love them both, but primarily coffee. You're a coffee yeah. freak. Yeah, Espresso, I'm a coffee. Yeah. And then it's it's all good yeah. from there. Yeah. Yes. I'm a coffee drinker too. <laughs> we must have 40 boxes of, of tea in our house, yes, um, know. you know, th- that just sit yeah. there for a long time. Unless <laughs> Allison Kilmer is in front of me making her tea <laughs> exactly. personally, then I'm and pretty much drink drinking coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, iced tea. I'm an iced tea guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. like iced tea. Yeah. But um, but it was so it was really fun. It was all event planners and venue owners and caterers, and it's something we do every other year. And I thought. It would be a great opportunity for these guys to meet people as well as Allison. It's not something that we do as a business. And I love supporting people that are so passionate about (laughs) what they love. And you guys had your booth was so nice and it was so set up and it was awesome. It was so fun watching you. And what did I drink? What it was, what did I have that day? So at sweet D we had, um, a pretty specific menu, um, 
primarily coffee-based drinks, but what we served you was the wildflower. Uh, the wildflower is um, kind of a, an ode to our friends that run the wildflower boutique shop right off of the square. And that kind of ties into us as Flora Coffee trying to keep things with a local theme, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So we really wanted to have fun with it and create the wildflower. And basically, it's a, it's a sparkling iced chai, uh, garnished, really of course, cool. with a wildflower for, for pretty decor and presentation. So uh, that's what you got to enjoy. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, I don't even fun. know what chai is, but it was good. Yeah, different mold spices, things like that. A um, little bit of cinnamon, allspice, uh, served over ice, super refreshing, uh, really pretty color to it, and it goes down really easy. So, mm -hmm. um, And it has when, caffeine or no? Uh, it has a little bit of bite, but there's mm -hmm. no caffeine. It's okay. more, you get a little kick from the spiciness to it, but right. it's mm -hmm. balanced because it has some sweetness as well. Right. And then it's topped off with uh, sparkling water. So it's kind of the mm -hmm. best of both worlds. You can drink it year round it's not just a winter drink or a summer drink and it mm -hmm. kind of gives a, a good intro to our menu that what mm -hmm. we were serving that night so we got some good feedback and it's a pretty and you drink. were doing pour overs yeah pour overs uh, i can kind of you were you said you mentioned that to me earlier and i'm thinking of pump overs from making wine what is a pour over <laughs> or what or, or what's that hair thing when guys oh, like comb do a over. comb over i know nothing about that i know nothing about the comb over <laughs> so what is a, a pour over well he's gonna tell you so okay. emily can kind of jump in as well where i kind of leave a few gaps uh, our setup is uh, primarily pour-over service, and it's a really, I guess the best way to describe it is um, kind of a craft way to make coffee rather than a lot of us at home, we fill it up, push the button, and we come back in 10 or 15 minutes and get our coffee. Uh, the pour-over, it's uh, designed with a couple different vessels with uh, the filter, obviously your little kettle of hot water, and whatever you'd like to drink it out of, your favorite mug, cup, whatever it may be. And you simply just take your fresh ground coffee beans, put it in the dampened filter to clean out any paper residue, and let the hot water work its magic. And it was okay, slow down. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> wait, talk again about the the paper residue. What? So anytime you you're you're making coffee, um, primarily at home, they like you to rinse the paper residue so you just Who, take a little off, the filter? off mm -hmm. the filter i've never oh. heard this before oh. yeah yeah i i learn something new every day trust me something, so yeah something to do with the way it's manufactured there's little bits of paper still left over so you want to rinse that off because it actually will change the taste but, of the coffee but that makes your filter wet it, you just indeed. give it a quick hot swirl quick hot yeah. swirl on the filter itself you're not saturating and dampening the filter so much to where it's going to fall apart. Does it say that like on the box of filters that you buy? So we've watched a lot of videos uh -huh. <laughs> to kind of help us along the Isn't way. Isn't YouTube awesome? Taking a few classes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And, and you visit all these coffee shops and you kind of sit in the corner and see what they do and their little techniques and tricks. And then you start asking questions. Mm -hmm. We're always asking questions and there's so many brilliant people, much smarter than I, myself. Uh, in this industry and that was one of the tips just kind of yeah. give your filter a little mm -hmm. rinse to take off any paper residue and uh, go from there with your uh, 
process of making okay, it. Okay, sorry, I, sorry, I had to stop no, you because no, no. I just never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then mo- a lot of coffee makers now at home have like the, it's it's more like a mesh, like um, that's what ours is like a thing oh, you take in and out. Oh, that's a reusable, yeah, and you can wash that. But right, yeah. right, right. Is that mm-hmm. what you use? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's not ideal because I get so many um, coffee like coffee grinds. Yeah, I call them tannins, sad. coffee mm-hmm. tannins mm-hmm. in the bottom of the coffee pot. Nobody wants yeah. the last cup of coffee out of my coffee pot because <laughs> okay. it's basically it's a meal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not a drink yeah, anymore. Not <laughs> yeah, so I've thought about actually putting a filter mm-hmm. inside of my filter to try and fix that problem. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. You or can, or depending on the machine, you can just take that out and put the paper in instead, oh. and it's much easier. Oh, I mean, it's not idea. the most environmentally <laughs> not friendly <laughs> solution, but it's much easier. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you can buy like unbleached right. coffee right. filters yeah. too, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they have them that are made from recycled something, yeah. something, everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Compostable, plant okay. recyclable, right. plant based. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, I stopped you there because I just had never heard that before. <laughs> okay. No, so back to the question, the the pour over process, it's it's pretty, it's elegant, and it's a little more time consuming, but from a guest standpoint, it's great to be able to have those extra seconds to talk to your guests that's in front of you, kind of explain the process, where the coffee comes from, maybe the flavor notes, and just to get to know your guest. You know, we have a lot of out-of-town visitors um, where we're located at. And where are you guys located? So we're located at Flatbed Farms in Glen Ellen. Okay. They run a beautiful farm stand, and they're part of the farm trail. They're one of the stops on the and map. And the Fairmont gets some stuff from yes. Flatbed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful produce, just amazing eggs from blue, brown. And nice. that dog. Yeah. I love Charlie. that dog. Charlie. Charlie. He is a showstopper. Oh, yeah, yeah he's great. I don't know what he is. He's like a white. Is he a mastiff? No, he's a Burmese um, mountain dog. Yes, that he's, he's huge. a mix between that and a poodle. So oh my a, god, he's huge. Bernadoodle. Bernadoodle. It's a Bernadoodle. Yeah, he's so cute. Now yeah, and also. It's a very cool flatbed farm. They have um, the inside where they have all their jams and their, yeah. oh my God, Salts, I almost, they have um, their lemon yeah. curd. I almost like ate it with the spoon. I never did <laughs> yeah. anything with it, but eat it. Straight out of the jar. We Straight have a jar, jar in our fridge. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. offer beautiful homemade pantry items mm-hmm. and a lot of staples Gorgeous. from spice rubs, you name it, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, they do a wonderful yeah, job. Yeah, they do yeah. a great so, job. So you guys have a, is it like a coffee truck? It's no, we set up um, tables. You set up yeah, tables. And what time are right you now? there in the morning? Saturdays from 10 to 2 uh-huh. is the farm stand. We get there about 8, I'd say 8.30. Yeah, set up. You know, we put out our plants and our T-shirts and um, all of our supplies, measure out the coffee and uh-huh. and get ready. So, yeah. Yeah, beautiful property. Um, super inviting. You just... Um, Look for the signs because it comes up quick, whether you're coming from mm-hmm. the Glen Ellen direction or mm-hmm. Santa Rosa, excuse me, or coming from, say, the Boys Hot Spring on Highway 12. Yeah, because so be right on the, the lookout. Dog Park? Yeah, Just after the dog, the dog park in yeah. the yeah. firehouse right there. Yeah. It's right next door. On the same side of the street, just yeah. past that, coming from Sonoma. And they, mm-hmm. they had a, they caught on fire big time. They did, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had their... A big beautiful barn where their it's farm beautiful. stand used to be. Yeah. I mean, absolutely incredible structure, mm-hmm. a lot of hard work. 
just blended right in with the property. Yeah, it was and unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, when things had happened with the fires, that was lost, unfortunately. But the, the family, they are so heartwarming and welcome. You would never know that they skipped a beat and they right. just welcome every car and every guest that pulls in. And, mm-hmm. you know, that subject comes up and it's a yeah. little sensitive, yeah. a lot sensitive, I should say. But, you know, they're moving forward and their farm stand is expanding. expanding. They have a lot of regular repeated guests. Oh, that's we great. Do they do a mm-hmm. CSA? I'm not quite sure about that. I'm not quite sure going into this season. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know the details yeah. on that part. So, but so yeah, we're out there on Saturdays, uh, beginning at 10 a.m. And um, you know, we I think the best part about all this is uh, one, our supplier that we get our coffee beans from, Dune Coffee Roasters, our good friends out of Santa Barbara. Uh, they roast it, ship it to us fresh. We get it um, very very quickly after they finish their production. And then we get to serve it, both Emily and I, at this beautiful farm stand. So, uh, Well, how did you pick them as your supplier? <laughs> you wanna take this one or? Um, go ahead. <laughs> so having lived in Santa Barbara, there's just so many great spots to eat, to drink, to soak up the coast. Um, Dune Coffee Roasters, uh, when Emily and I were there, I mean, you just fall in love with it. They have three locations. They all tie into the Santa Barbara feel, the theme, the attitude, mm-hmm. the vibe, however you want to call it. And um, we started developing a relationship with them. We tried a number of spots from Santa Cruz to San Francisco where we have friends that own coffee shops. And we said, you know what? Let's bring a little piece of Santa Barbara mm-hmm. and the wonderful experience we had mm-hmm. back to Sonoma and let's share that with as many people as we can. Mm-hmm. So we haven't looked back. Dune Coffee Roasters is mm-hmm. all yeah. about fair trade and doing things right and sustainable. And, and they just, it's been a great relationship. That and we've the coffee's good. The coffee yeah, is yeah. super, yeah. super tasty. <laughs> and, and are you buying different? Like, are you getting Ethiopian, Hawaiian, Kenyan? Like, what are, what's your preference? Um... Gosh, they send us... Well, currently we're serving an Ethiopian and a Panama. Uh-huh. Um, we've served Honduras in the past, so we just they send us a sample pack, and we kind of can Try test yeah, at home and figure right. out what we like and You guys and just share that, jacked so. all the time? You, like, buzzed on <laughs> caffeine all well, the time? I, I think you build up a tolerance. <laughs> Your Instagram account is over the top on coffee wait can you give that to us now <laughs> yeah so we can, yeah we can follow so yeah i'd love to you could go to flora coffee underscore sonoma okay. and that's our instagram and yeah but i just like and yeah you have another one though Oh, the other one is is a personal kind of tied in espresso jeff espresso yeah, jeff yeah you can't tell that he likes coffee. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the one I've followed for so long. And mm-hmm. it's like, this guy knows every coffee shop in San Francisco, pretty <laughs> much. I'm going to let Emily touch on that one because yeah. we, we get in the car and we drive for miles and miles. and Like it, knowing it's, it's, where you're going? Sometimes yes, sometimes yeah. no. But It depends. I mean, we have a few favorites, <laughs> uh-huh. um, but we also like to, we will explore Instagram and find new Oh. coffee shops and how did you find this passion Ooh. that's a good question good i can't question. really um, remember a time when we weren't passionate about coffee it's sort of 
just evolved in a part of our relationship Uh yeah it evolved and did you meet in a coffee shop no No. you should make that up no you know what? I think you're yeah. onto something here. That yeah. might I like work. that idea. <laughs> no, but we do remember. I got the details later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we kind of look back and just chuckle on it because there was a point where we were sitting in Oxbow Market in Napa, and we were drinking coffee. Ritual. Mm-hmm. Yes, ritual. Yeah. And we were just amazed at how busy it was, the workflow, the product the cleanliness, the the atmosphere, you know, there's background music going, the hustle and bustle. And we looked at each other and kind of said, we might be crazy enough to do this on our own. You know, obviously not a huge, huge scale, like, like ritual Mm -hmm. is. And, um, Eileen, she's a great lady, the founder. We actually got to meet her and she gave us the tour of their roaster and it was absolutely amazing to see where they were and to Mm -hmm. where they are now and how far they've come. So, Emily and I were kind of kicking around the idea over coffee at Oxbow one day. And from there, we just started doing research, 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 going to other shops, talking to other people. And um, I just kind of threw caution to the wind and said, let's mm-hmm. do the best we can. And we started just picking, you know, trying to figure out a name and a logo and just slowly. I mean, this is what we do in our free time yeah. and on the yeah. weekends and because yeah. we all have so much free time we all <laughs> exactly would do research wondering if we could use our coffees as tax write-offs which i don't think we ever <laughs> no, <laughs> ever did no. but um, travel expenses yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so so and we both we worked at hannah together that is the is real that where way you met? we met yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you um, were making because we you were working on a project right with the boys. That's Correct. what I was going to talk about. Yeah. So yeah. we did a summer elective. Um, neither of us are teachers, but we got to teach That's this cool. summer <laughs> elective for the boys where we took them to a couple different coffee spots and um, got tours and got to meet the roasters. And, you're getting, um, Hannah, learn you're them. getting little kids all jacked up on coffee? <laughs> They're not all that They're little. They're not that little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. you bring them back and drop them off. Yeah, we okay, did not get parent permission. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, did you? But and then you guys built the machine. You built your cart, right? So we have a cart that um, it's pretty good size. It's not something that we can just put in the trunk of our car and locate from event to event. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Um, for now, our setups are uh, pretty easily accessible as far as setting up, whether it's a bar top, a countertop, similar to what we did mm-hmm. at Sweet D for your mm-hmm. event. And and we make it work. You know, we kind of use what resources we have. And, you know, some locations you get to and it's freezing cold outside right, and you exactly. need an outlet and yep. you need, you know hand washing water and all that fun stuff yeah yeah it's (laughs) yeah i was gonna say this must sound a little familiar to you (laughs) so so yeah we um in the process we have a beautiful cart that we certainly want to uh offer at different wedding events um, things like that um public events just to have a lot of fun and that's what it's all about we're having Mm -hmm. just a blast with it and meeting a ton of people which is what it's all about yeah. in the hospitality industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Networking. Absolutely. And, yeah. and so you guys, are you just doing currently, you're just doing one day a week at Flatbed on Saturdays? 
We're, um, yeah, that's kind of like our standing okay. gig. Um, okay. We're available for events and have done a couple. Right. Um, hopefully as the weather gets yes. nicer and, yeah. you know, yeah. wedding season's coming, hopefully that'll mm-hmm. that'll get a little busier too and on would top they, of it. How do you get into like farmer's market like or what do they call it now? Tuesday party um, <laughs> downtown Tuesday or the actual yeah. farmer's market mm-hmm. on Friday morning? Is that something you guys would be oh, interested in? Oh, the Friday. Yeah, yeah, Friday morning. Is that Friday something you guys would be yeah. interested in? We're certainly open, mm-hmm. you know, as, as I know you guys, you're working too, right? So. We still have our daytime jobs yeah. and we still have, you know, life on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. So to squeeze this in, you know, we just told each other it's got to be a true passion to make it work. Mm-hmm. And it has so far. Otherwise, I don't think we would have invested right. as much effort and time mm-hmm. and money and energy and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, um, well, you that's know, my favorite quote is entrepreneurs are the only people that are, that will work 80 hours a week to avoid working 40. So yeah. right. <laughs> I remind myself of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. a great quote. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so that's much where fun. we're at and it's totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, this last Saturday, we lucked out with the weather at Flatbed. You know, mm-hmm. there was rain in the forecast, and we're like, oh no, what are we gonna do? You know, mm-hmm. so lucked out is a nice sunny day. We got to set up, um, you know, put the cheery faces on, meet a lot of great people mm-hmm. um, from the Glen Ellen area, Sonoma area, uh, Marin. We had just awesome, awesome visitors that had never heard of a lot of the coffees that we were serving because they're huh. used to their day in and day out coffee. Mm-hmm. So. This is something, I guess, kind of new that they can experience and mm-hmm. take a little piece of Sonoma home with them. Like, oh, I stopped at this really cool farm stand, picked up a dozen eggs, had some wonderful pour over coffee, um, you know, and just had a great mm-hmm. wine country with yeah. the non-wine experience. Yeah. So right. just a different dimension to what this valley has to offer. Okay, so I know Sandra goes to Dutch Bros. No, right? I haven't been in a really long time. Okay, because I know I, you used to you used to carry around. Why that do cup, I, I go? Why no, no, did no, no, I no. go? I want to know. I want to know from their perspective. <laughs> Wait so, a second. I would go there because I the people love are awesome. The people, right? They are. I agree. Yeah, they are. I, Full I the coffee, yeah. Yeah. whatever. And then what's the place with the Vespa scooters? Scooteria. Scooteria. And they're awesome. Awesome people. Awesome. They're a okay. landmark in this town. Yeah. So right. so if I so let's say it's it's Sunday morning. You guys worked late the night before. You you need some coffee to get you going in the morning. They're coming you don't to the girl in the home. fig and having no, Grafeo. No, they're not. They're You're not. <laughs> not. I don't know. Let's find well, out. There's a line what out the time door do you and you open? can't get in. You're infecting. Yeah. You're infecting them. I'm sorry. So. So let's say you guys, you're like, okay, we want to go someplace that we know has kick-ass coffee. Like, sure. what would be your first choice in Sonoma? Where's George Clooney? Where's George Clooney? <laughs> oh, my God, or Danny DeVito? <laughs> right. um, we hop in our car and we drive to the Bay. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Seriously. San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. go to San Francisco. Oh, you guys are nuts. Okay. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We absolutely are. Okay. But it that's where it all ties in. It's the whole experience. And... You know, you may drive a little ways, but you're going there because they treated you so well last time. You know, they maybe remembered your name or they made you the perfect drink that you've never had anywhere else. Their bathrooms were clean. You could park. Mm-hmm. You know, the music was awesome. The lighting, mm-hmm. the furniture, whatever. Um, the but decor, it all comes, the flowers, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the coffee is just a, right. a part of it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're not going to see you in Starbucks or Pete's. 
Mm, yes, I was actually you, joking the other day. We can't we can't go into Starbucks anymore. You <laughs> we know can't what? have I, anybody see us in here. I, From time to time, when it's just about the caffeine and nothing else, yeah. like you might you might drive find through us in there. drive oh, through yeah. maybe yeah. Yeah. yeah or if you know coworkers or whatever, it's kind of a social hey, let's meet up real quick because it's convenient. Right. You know, in that case, but um, there's so much more out there to explore. Yeah, when it comes to great coffee, and that's absolutely why we love doing coffee and love serving it because we had that experience down there and we're doing everything we can to offer our own type of experience for flora coffee mm-hmm. while serving doing coffee roasters i think it's so. awesome that you're in the middle especially with your name in the middle of the farm i mean how great is that you know what after that mm-hmm. who wants an office job right i mean you've got back to charlie the big dog yes, the farm dog yes. you get to eat a cucumber every chickens once in a while and, or... you know there's travelers coming in and everyone's in a great mood and you know now are you selling coffee to go not just the drinking coffee but like can people buy beans whole beans we do sell yeah, yeah we're that. starting to oh that's yeah. awesome yeah mm-hmm. and we weren't doing that in the beginning but we've been getting a lot of requests mm-hmm. the last few events mm-hmm. so you know it's kind of like a t-shirt it's a little totally. souvenir you can take home and enjoy yes. throughout the week and yes remember your yeah get your packaging out time get and, your yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah so. because right if like if people aren't going to come back or they're not or they're not from here mm-hmm. it's a way you can start a mail order business and um, I don't know. Keep it going. Yeah. Who, how do idea. people get a hold of you like other it. than following you on Instagram? <laughs> do you guys have a website or do you have an email address or phone that people can reach out to you? So we're, we're kind of grassroots. I mean, it's really word of mouth. No, it's uh-huh. awesome. And then through the Instagram direct uh, message, so they can direct, they can direct message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And you know, we obviously have a business card that we have readily available at events, and that's mm. been a good tool to. Do you have one on you that we could take a picture of? Uh, I do. Perfect. Yay. Emily's always prepared. That's that's <laughs> that's, that's why you need a yin I'm, and a yang. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I'm so, so glad. No, that's cool because we can take a picture of it and then put it yeah. on the bikegoeson.com. Oh, nice. So yeah. I have to tell you, like, talk about like different ways of making your company known, which I find really interesting is I read this email that I get five days a week and in it the other day had a couple paragraphs about this company called Verb. 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 I don't know. Verb. V-E-R-B. Oh, Verb. It's a caffeinated bar. So it's like gives you the same amount of caffeine that you would get in a cup of coffee, but it's in like a health bar, vegan, gluten-free, the whole nine yards. Wow. And they, this paragraph was talking about ginger snaps and I love ginger. <laughs> and so I, 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 I'm like the person every advertiser wants to know <laughs> because I immediately click through and I, I'm like, Oh my God, how do I get this? I want ginger snaps. I want these yeah. caffeinated. Yeah. You're the reason so, I get bombarded with advertising. It is. It's, it's people true. like you. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who actually respond. But so literally I, this is all on my phone uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, I put it in, and I can't find the ginger snap. It says it's only in the combo pack. And I so I text, so I say, 
they have a text or a chat or whatever. And I'm like, can I still, oh no, they say, if you're interested in the ginger snap, text us. Hmm. So I'm like, oh God, now I'm going to give somebody my phone number, right? So I text them and I say, can I still get um, the ginger snaps? And I get an instant text that says, I'm going to text you with another number in just a few minutes. Just a few minutes, I get another text from a person that says, you can absolutely get our ginger snaps. Here is the link. And they link me and I go on and I order and I get a text that says, thank you so much. We're happy to have you in the Verb family. And it tells me this other story and it shows me the founders. And um, one of us took your order. One of us is probably packing it. Hmm. And then I got a text from FedEx. Your verb order is on the way. I mean, things are changing. Mm -hmm. And I think, I guess what it tells me is that you find your niche in how to connect with your tribe. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, and these could be like the worst bars I've ever had, or (laughs) it's going to be, I mean, I find myself being an advocate for things that I get excited about. And it's like to see a startup do this thing. And they're like, how do we be different? You know, Mm -hmm. how can we put it out there? Yeah. And so it was really cool. Yeah. I mean, there'll be, there may be a period in time where you guys say, we need to make a little bit more money, right? Could that happen? Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe down the line. Maybe down the line? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yes. yes. I mean, we'd <laughs> love to, you know, eventually. Well, just to con- Who doesn't want to make more money? How, why are we arguing? The answer is yes. <laughs> Bottom line, yes. yes. Well, I mean, because we can't really trade in beans. No, this is yeah. true. Yeah. But money... Money is not everything. I mean, you know, there's no reason not to have another job that makes money and have a passion that keeps your passion alive. I totally subscribe to that theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like your (laughs) Roussan and like your podcasting. Like everything else I do. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, you know, as, as we try and evolve as best we can in the direction that we set out to, and that's serving people mm-hmm. and having fun doing it most importantly um those doors will open you know if it's not next week or the week after i th- think that there's a reason for oh, it and totally. emily and i you know we we were kind of like let's hurry up let's hurry up let's do this let's do mm-hmm. this and then we had to put the brakes on a little bit you know okay well wait we have to order this we have to order this we have to order this right just to lay the foundation mm-hmm. rather than just swing the doors open right and maybe fall on our face which well and also exactly. figure yeah. out what you need you know you don't always need i mean in we also really when we were working on the noodle spring project uh in the container park we i was very committed to having flora coffee in the retail container that's going to be on that property and so you you know up until the point where we've been waiting forever and not nothing's happening um you know that was kind of the direction we were going and we would have Mm -hmm. figured it all out you know what we needed and how to do it and I think it would have been a a great thing and Mm -hmm. who knows Mm -hmm. it could still come up because who knows what's going to happen there and that was not with us but with someone and um Yeah, but it gives Mm -hmm. you the, starts the motion going of how do we get going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's a, 
I think the slow start is actually a better start. I mean, when you are passionate and you want to just go for it, mm-hmm. you know, it can be a little frustrating or, you know, sad. But um, but I think ultimately it's going to serve us well to have started yeah. out the way we yeah. are. And, you know, we're not we're pretty patient people. We're not, yeah. you know. Despite yeah. all the coffee consumption. <laughs> yeah. I know, but, right? Yeah, like being heavily caffeinated. The caffeine, we are. You don't seem caffeinated. Yeah, wait till we leave the building. Yeah. No, but back to that conversation, things like that were, were just so motivating and that's what keeps us inspired. You know, the people that we meet along the way, mm-hmm. you know, such as yourself and this great family that runs Dune Coffee to, you know, people we meet in the city that you know, oh, where you guys set up at, we're going to come drive out and visit you guys. And they show up. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, you're as crazy as we are. You hop in your car <laughs> and drive a long distance on your free time to yeah. get a 12 ounce cup of coffee. Yeah. But, you know, again, it all comes down to, you know, maybe that little escape from your mm-hmm. everyday norm yeah. of yeah. routine and you get to sneak away and kind of enjoy little, something special. It's a little community, people that are passionate mm-hmm. about coffee you know, you, yeah, it's a little community and it's how a cool, many, cool thing to be part of. How many coffee shops do you think you've been to? Oh boy. A thousand? Um, not quite a thousand, mm. but like you, I always bring my little journal and I do a little kind of recap of, mm-hmm. you know, what was the weather like? What music was in wow. the background? You know, the barista, you know, Sally or John, you know, they were so friendly and, you know, we got to go in and they gave us a little tour of kind of like their reserve menu or their secret tasting just because we, you know, were there, you know, they treated us amazing. So, um, I always like to take notes in a coffee shop, um, not so much to be a a critic, Mm -hmm. but to kind of highlight what I like. And so that next time when I thumb through this journal five years down the road I could go oh you know what let's go back down to Santa Cruz to that one great spot that had amazing coffee wonderful service do you have doodles mm-hmm. too oh bad doodles yes he does <laughs> really bad doodles <laughs> really bad doodles oh my gosh bubble lettering and, yeah, yeah just uh-huh. chicken scratch but it, awesome. it, it, it's it's part of the the learning process, just kind of seeing what's out there yeah. and what works. And we are, we're always watching, you know, um, like their production line, how their how smooth it is, how it mm-hmm. works, what mm-hmm. we like about it, what we don't like about it, what we want to do. So right. really, you know, who this you reminds know, me of yeah. is <laughs> Kyle from Single Thread. Every place he worked, he was yeah. kind of like taking notes. Taking and then when in. it was his turn to open up Single Thread, he like took all of yeah. those things yeah. and <laughs> put them mm-hmm. into play. Yeah. Um, you know where I where I think you guys would be great is at at weddings, or at, basically at any large catered event. So here's I mean I've done enough catering. Um, I, I know you probably have too, where you know so you you're making big urns of coffee and mm-hmm. all the servers <laughs> dread coffee service because oh, yeah. it's like you want to sell them more wine, you want them drinking more wine, and then when it's time for coffee, it's like oh, we got to do coffee service. At least I can tell you that's my experience. I, yeah. I'm not a big fan and loose tea service. Forget about it, especially in San Francisco. <laughs> um, but I can see at like a large venue like that with a wedding where because you're making a huge urns of coffee, you don't know how many people want coffee, but you have to pre-make all the coffee because you're going around basically with pots pouring, you're sure. setting down cups, asking people, do you want coffee? Do you want cream and sugar? Blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot of wastage. It's a lot of wastage. Right. And you know, 
you can make iced coffee the next day, I guess, whatever. But it would be cool for just the people that wanted coffee to just have to get up, walk a few feet and go someplace where the coffee is actually being made fresh right there in mm-hmm. front of them and getting quality coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that could go on the card. Do you want chicken or fish? Are you going to have coffee pour- <laughs> pour over or... don't. that's the thing is people don't right now. earn coffee yeah. after they hit the bar they don't yeah. know what's up next yeah. on the dance floor and all that and that's the other thing is people drinking a lot they're like always oh, like oh, okay we better have some coffee to right. um, but i would think in an event like that and then you're getting yeah. a higher quality coffee too because pretty mm-hmm. much you know at those large events they're bringing you know it's not the best coffee Maybe, in the world yeah, it's mediocre yeah. grade mm-hmm. for the masses not right. a you know right really right and who's making coffee. it a machine who right. who calibrated that thing? Who right. knows? Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah. And the especially ratio. when you're offsite, right? But it's really yeah. cool. You know, when I was oh god, four years ago, five years ago, I was in London, and we were um, <gasps> staying on Brick Road. Sorry, what? I'm just thinking. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking outstanding in the field. They could be making the coffee oh, well, outstanding they, in the field. We didn't offer coffee. <gasps> they don't offer coffee, I don't think. But we can find out. But anyway. I'm um, booking you guys. I'm booking you solid you for are. the next two years. You better uh, rest so, up tonight. Oh, my God. So in London, we were staying on Brick Road. And on Sunday, they put they have this huge market so you can't drive on the street and brick road Mm -hmm. in london and we're walking down the street and there is a coffee company in this old black taxi so do you know the remember what the old-fashioned black i think you might have shown us this oh i I must have right yeah because we almost bought one of those Mm -hmm. and it was too difficult to get it over here and how much we were going to have to pay him, whatever. But literally, he cut the roof off, like, somehow, so he could right. stand he, yeah. up. Yep, yep. And he had the espresso machine in it. <laughs> and the trunk was, like, turned out into, like, a refrigeration kind of thing. It was so cool, but that's what they took to weddings. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, you know, you can't, you don't always need a gimmick, but, mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see, because when we do go to this catering conference in Vegas, like what the things are for coffee. So I'll look for stuff for you guys. Okay. Yeah, we'd but love the feedback. Yeah. yeah. Take the, lots of um, pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But it's like, how do you become part of that experience for people? Right. I think that's cool. Right. Yeah, and I don't think that that is a gimmick. I like, I. No, I don't mean. I mean, well, that, the cab. No, I think that's, it's something that just makes you stand out and people remember you, you know, not just for the quality of the coffee, but like, it's, you know, a visual. I'm a visual person, so I like that. Yeah. 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 They'll remember that. Remember the black. I can't believe I remember it. Yeah, it's something you see every day, so it's going to stand out. How did you go about picking Grafeo coffee for the restaurant? Because as far as I, as long as I can remember, you've, which is a roaster in North Beach, right? Right. We've had two coffee companies in the 23 years. Barking Dog, the original. Mm -hmm. Not the one that's... Anietta. Did you ever know Anietta? No, no. Oh my God. She roasted coffee for us. We had a fig blend. Oh wow. I mean from in nineteen ninety seven. For wow. the first I guess year and a half until she sold the company. We stuck with it for a little, but it didn't it wasn't mm-hmm. the same. And then 
and in a relationship that the relationship wasn't still there. So it was like an okay time. I don't remember how, but they, Grafeo only does dark. They do the regular and decaf. That's it. Mm-hmm. And espresso. And espresso. Yeah. But I don't think it's that far off. Those beans are that far off from their drip. Huh. You know, I really don't. Mm-hmm. It's just and one it's, style. Yeah. There are some people that hate our coffee. Yeah. For sure. They're like, why can't you switch? And now, like 20 some years later, it's just I feel loyal and they are mm-hmm. so wonderful. They're great people. The machine gets messed up. They come help fix it. They'll do anything. Well, and you just leave a message and tell them what and you want to get yeah, delivered. And There's like a funny message, there too. I remember calling sometimes, and it's it's like a specific guy who has a message on there. and It's, it's um, oh, my God. We should call it's it. The Italians are kind Let's of call for it. that. I have some personal stories I can share with you after the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean, it's good coffee. I don't, I don't think... I don't go, wow, we have the best coffee in the world. I mean, I think it's really good coffee, but it's not for everybody. Huh. I don't know. But what? Yeah, I'm what just wondering coffee? how that came about. I like you were in North Beach one day remember. and we're like, no, oh, I don't check think it I out. Was ever, I don't think I've ever been in one of their stores. Somebody hmm. must have brought it to me yeah. and tasted it. I mm-hmm. think we'd, oh, it's possible that one of the chefs that was from San Francisco told us about it hmm. or a wine, I don't know. I don't know. But I think coffee companies, I think, are really cool. I like the graphics on most of them. Mm -hmm. You know, like the intention of, like, creating a brand Mm -hmm. about their ethos. Beautiful packaging, really catchy. I mean, Ritual is a great example. Mm -hmm. They do beautiful work. Very recognizable. Equator. Now, the people that Mm -hmm. um, were building, that who are building the container is building all the containers for Equator. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So when we were in there, we're in that factory, we saw them working on an Equator oh, container, which was very cool. Headed. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have they have their one in Hayes Valley. I, yeah, That's, I know. Is that Ritual? I want that to be Ritual. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, we actually got to meet Helen as well. Wow, the founder. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you talk about a story. She has an amazing background from starting her coffee business in her garage yeah. with, I believe, two of her best friends. Oh, my gosh. And Equators, just as big as they are, have just grown and grown and grown. But she has just such an amazing cause and different things that she supports. Yeah. That's just really mm-hmm. neat to see. Is there Do an Equator know? around here? Mm, no. no. Marin, I think. Is there one in Marin or is it just in the city? Equator or Richmond? Yeah, Equator's Equator. Marin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Larkspur is probably the closest. Mill okay. Valley yeah. has Larkspur. one at Proof Lab. Yeah. And do you know yeah. Dub Hay? Have you met Dub? No, no. He no. was, oh my God, I need to introduce you. I love this. See, yeah. back to relations. <laughs> no. It's all about relations. I can't even believe I haven't done this yet. Dub Hay sounds like a DJ. He it sounds like a, a basketball DJ, player. But Who you is know this what? Guy? He he was like the second at Starbucks. Okay. For years, he was the one that would travel to all the countries to get the coffee deals. Wow. Yeah, mm. he lives in Sonoma. No way. Yeah. Wow. And he um what he, does he is do a now? major he's living life. He's re- yeah. fully retired from I think the They're uh, rebuilding the... their house from the fire. Okay. Uh, they lost a okay. big house. Okay. But um no, he is the coffee 
expert in Sonoma. Dubbed he doesn't me. own the restaurant, does he? What restaurant? Which one am I thinking? No, he that, doesn't own a restaurant. He doesn't have a restaurant. No. Okay. Doesn't own a Someone restaurant. Did you know Mike Klaus? When he was in town, he was doing mm-hmm. his own coffee. No. Um, yeah, he had a very cool subscription service coffee company. Okay. That he did. He would a, go a roast. Yeah. He would roast, and he would roast somewhere, I think, in Berkeley or Oakland, mm-hmm. and then try to sell it, I think, mm-hmm. you know, like to person to person, and mm-hmm. then did a web thing. Okay. But they moved to Maine, so mm-hmm. I don't know if he's still doing that. There's so many outlets to this Mm-hmm. piece of the hospitality industry from full serve to mail order yes. to us pour over guys to you name it. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's cool. so neat mm-hmm. and it's evolving and just mm-hmm. taking a really neat shape. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And what changes do you think? Have you seen people not like for me, I'm trying to, and of course it's the beginning of the new year. I don't know when this episode is coming out, but it's, we're in the first couple of weeks of the new decade Mm -hmm. and so of course you know everyone's trying to kick sugar or caffeine or uh, gluten or whatever it is (laughs) do you see people who are like traditional coffee drinkers like do you guys even do you even put cream and sugar in your coffee no no you're just drinking black coffee We, we leave it up to them we have different milk type alternatives from you offering soy and oat. oat almond you know, good old fashioned two percent. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't have any sugar. The only sweetener is the agave. organic yeah. agave. Interesting. But we kind of let people know that a lot of these coffees will stand on their own. Just you know, even when you're doing the pour over process, mm-hmm. you can smell it and you kind of describe what's going on to them and and the notes and everything. We tell a lot of people just try it as is first right. before you start. Mm-hmm. You know, turning your cup into right. oatmeal with well, adding like, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. adding salt and pepper to a dish before you even no, taste it. No, no, It's like, do you see people yeah. do that? Well, you that's drop what... your plate and you're like, oh. yeah. yeah. Like, dude, yeah, we're not <laughs> taking that first, back because right? you think it's yeah. too salty. You <laughs> right. just did that. Yeah, that was all you. Yeah. I mean, we don't get offended, of course, if no. they're adding, but. No. Like just said we encourage them to try it first yeah. unless they just sort of go straight for it but um well, a lot of people will wants say to learn yeah you know you have yeah. to learn and then yeah it becomes it's kind habit of fun to see if you can pick yeah. up the notes right. that are listed kind yeah. of like wine tasting right in a way exactly. yeah yeah um and a lot huh. of people will say that typically they'll put cream or sugar in there but this coffee they don't mm-hmm. need to and so that's a, a good compliment not to yeah. us but to dune yeah yeah and well, to both of you, to the partnership, yeah. if you're making it right and doing their brand, you could well. mess right. it up, right? Right. Very true. Right. Very true. And, and we, yeah. and then what they would stop selling to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we got to stay up to their standards and our standards. Right. Exactly. But they know what you guys are doing, right? You're not just ordering coffee and no. Okay, yeah. so they they know what's yeah. going on. They're Absolutely. fully aware. Yeah. In fact, uh-huh. um, one of their amazing sales reps and and their leader of training and education um k k i'm gonna let him yeah. know yeah k are <laughs> our wonderful shout out to k yeah shout yeah. out to k doing coffee roasters <laughs> in santa barbara um you know they're willing to come up here all the way from santa barbara and you know kind of take a look at things and make sure things are huh. consistent and done the way it should be done and these guys are 
barista champs they go across country and compete so it's not like we're just dealing with any old buddy right Mm -hmm. these guys are just top-notch amazing and i emily and i we look forward to a long relationship with these Mm -hmm. guys it's it's been a lot of fun how do you become a barista champ you're gonna have to ask a barista champ (laughs) no (laughs) they they hold they hold different competitions um kind of like sporting you know you're the local team you know that's won the high school division, so to speak, or the county division, and then you go on to state, and then that evolves, you know, across country. But if you watch some of these videos, Mm -hmm. I mean, you get people from Japan, Australia. Is it just the art? It's not just the art. It's like making good Like a little heart uh, with the foam and all that kind of... Latte art is one of them, Uh but yeah. different brewing techniques and things like that, the whole science end, but then there's the pretty artsy end of it all with you know making a swan into a whatever mm-hmm. it may be with the foam milk and all that so a lot of incredible stuff really neat artwork mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean those videos you can really go on a binge and get stuck into <laughs> some of the stuff that these people are doing i mean they'll make full-on sceneries wow. in this little mug of coffee mm-hmm. and it's like how do you do that without yeah. spilling it so it's right. pretty impressive and watch someone drink it away two seconds later. yeah yeah, yeah. and there's the experience yeah. you know it's like whoa i can't get this mm-hmm. at my coffee shop i've been going to for the last 10 years so mm-hmm. i'm gonna try something new huh yeah, yeah that's cool well it's just kind of you know when we had mike the baker on we didn't know that there was an actual like baking there's an there's an olympics basically for right. baking and they they have teams from all over the world that mm. sh- show up in france and they give you the same four ingredients you get yeah you get salt flour water mm. and yeast and then you have to make the perfect baguette and it's like it's like measured out and they different study a science and, i mean yeah, that, wow. yeah but it's kind of like for coffee like i could see that with baristas you just like mm-hmm. it's coffee here's mm-hmm. the coffee and yeah. what are you gonna do yeah control for some of the variables and then totally yeah, mm-hmm. see what they can do with it yeah huh. it's amazing stuff well espresso machines i know are like you guys have worked with espresso machines before, like some of the older ones, the old big brass and mm-hmm. really temperamental nightmare. Yeah. Right. And expensive as hell. Like when that thing breaks down, you're like, um, yeah. someone tell Sandra <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to write a check for like three grand. Cause there's a problem with the espresso right. machine. It's more expensive than fixing your car. Yeah. yeah. So, and some of them cost more than a car. Yeah. Right. Like for right. sure. Oh, like yeah. Pieces yeah. of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saul's got yeah. a really old one. Where did he That's get it? That's pretty, I think, well, he was very deep into coffee. He ran a coffee shop in, oh, uh, in San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. But I think that's where he brought it back from. Beautiful red, um, it might be in his house now. I can't oh. remember yeah. if it's in the restaurant or mm. He doesn't house. even want to use it in the restaurant. <laughs> they brought it <laughs> well, home. He has a home. guy downtown. <laughs> he has a really neat machine. Uh, La Haye? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. 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 Okay. Is all it right, in yeah. the restaurant? Yeah. Now, yeah. I okay. So is. he brought it in. Yeah. He may have one at home too. Yeah. But he it's, is a definite aficionado uh-huh. of coffee. Because yeah. there's there's like all these different settings that, and most of that stuff when you work in a restaurant, you're not really trained on. You just know to how to kind of like pull the thing and the espresso goes in. You kind of pack it, mm-hmm. you shove it in the thing and press the button. But there is like all these variables that go into it from the grind, mm-hmm. like the the, temperature. the the temperature of the water, the pressure. The mm-hmm. how tight you're putting. I mean, there's like all this stuff that goes the into it. Right. Beans, yeah. How level your tamp is, all of it. Right yeah. to get that golden crema on uh-huh. the espresso, and sometimes you don't get it. Do you guys do you work with decaf coffee at all? 
We have a, a decaf espresso. Uh-huh. Um, do you find you get a golden there. crema from the decaf espresso like you do with the regular? Um, well, so we're not using a machine. We're, we're just doing And you don't get that from, from even a pour from over pour on over, espresso? No, not as much. Okay. No. Mm-mm. I just noticed Good. that with decaf espresso, like you didn't get that same. It definitely didn't look the same mm-hmm. as the regular, but I don't know why. Different. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure why either. Mm-hmm. Some chemical yeah. reaction that we're not privy yeah. to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is delicious. A few more degrees to know the answer. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. It's yeah. like oh the whipped cream God. on that. Yeah. 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 That is good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just said, what if you just sold the crema? It's like muffin tops. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Can I get a large crema? That's it. I just feel like sitting there for a half an hour right. making espresso, scraping, off, scraping it off and keeping mm. it warm. Yeah. You know, I used to work at Specialties Cafe and Bakery in really? San Francisco. Oh. And the You're one that cremas? No. This is the one at Market and Battery, Market and Sansom or something. Oh. I worked there for a long time where I was the one when you came up out of BART. I was, I have always had like 10, 15 people waiting at the window and just, you're like a monkey. You're just <laughs> making coffee as fast as possible because everyone is on their way to work. And it was, um, it was fun, but not that fun. Right. <laughs> I like selling. Well, I mean, you know, when you're doing that kind of volume and you have to oh, be fast was, and people are staring at you. Yeah. I mean, it kind the of pressure takes, of it was not. Well, the you're either in that kind of mode where the line cooks are like, we're going to get a thousand covers today. And they're like, everybody's rooting for it. Yep. So you can have that mindset that you're going to be like, I can do this many, you know, and you get that adrenaline from it Yeah. or you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. White yeah, flag. That's funny. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Put in the towel today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a total culture. I mean, it is, it is, it's, you know, people start their day or they end their day or they, take a break during their day to have coffee. I cannot have coffee after 11 a.m. What happens? I can't sleep. Huh. I really can't. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's psychological. I cannot sleep. If I forget, and like I can't have a coffee after lunch. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think the rule of thumb is like 3 3 p.m. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but some people, can you just go to sleep, have coffee at night and fall asleep? Yeah, yeah. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. I, don't no seem to have a problem. For the most yeah. part, it's, they're like, yeah, no problem. And how about like, how about in catering when we're making decaf for everybody? Oh my gosh, we have decaf or regular. Shut up! Who does oh, no, that? This isn't us. I read about this. I was gonna say. No, it doesn't happen in Sonoma. But I, I mean, read I've about, heard rumors. I read of about that, other I've never actually seen in, that in before. Our, right. Personally, but you make, but they make all decaf. Is that regular? Yes. Is that decaf? Yes. yes. Wait a minute. That's the same pot. No, no. No, This one has a white handkerchief tied around the handle. This is really decaf. Oh, that's hilarious. It is pretty funny. But we wouldn't do that. Yeah. No way. No. You would know. You got to be straightforward with it. (laughs) That's not what they're paying for. No, No. exactly. No, no, no. No, and is there, you guys make like an annual, like a, like a trip to Mecca? Do you go to Seattle once a year to go, you know, oh, man. <laughs> so, see where the whole revolution started? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, We'd whole, love to. We were scene. recently in Portland and, uh, you know, based our few days there around the multitude of coffee shops yeah. that 
we could get to. So that was pretty cool. Not quite Seattle, but pretty kind of style up there. Yeah, yeah, pretty hipster, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, and a good yeah. good variety of coffee shops, styles, and mm-hmm. vibes, and and all of that. So and you have did yours a lot of all dialed in, right? In your heads, like you know exactly the way it's going to look, or does it change? For when we're when you have your brick and mortar. Oh mm. well, you know, gosh, so many pictures and. Mm-hmm. You know, the bathroom would look this way. <laughs> Guests would walk up to the counter and, you know. Countertop material, tiles, all of it. Yeah, Shelving. the workflow would be yeah. right here and <laughs> guests could wait at this end of the counter to get their drink. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting you bring that up. There's um, a place we like to go to and most places you go to, you place your order, you pay at the register and then you wait till they call your name or your number. This place does it the opposite. They have the baristas taking your order, so you're literally walking the line as they're preparing your drink, and then you pay at the very end. Yeah. So it's kind of a Chipotle process. Yes. You know, kind of build as you go, and then yes. fork over your money at mm-hmm. the end. Um, Do you like that? How does the Love flow? I, I, yeah. Oh, the workflow is seamless. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So clean, so beautiful. That makes and sense. It and you don't be, have that group of customers just like no. blocking, the, you know, hanging out. Right. Yeah. It just, it feels, it's like a well-oiled machine. Right. So well-oiled. Yeah. So like one person taking it all the way down and then somebody, or are they passing it assembly line to different people? There's usually two to three baristas, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. depending on the complexity of the drink, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's hot or, or iced. Right. Um, but they'll just walk you right down the line, finish it off, garnish it, and then you pay at the end. And I was waiting the last time we were at this location. I said, okay, if this, and we try not to be critics, but you kind of are when you're there. And I said to myself, I'm going to see if the nice gal at the register tries to upsell anything, a muffin, a pastry, a croissant, whatever. She described probably five pastries as if she was a pastry chef, just rolled off of her tongue and I'm like oh my gosh she's worth her weight in gold and of course I bought something because she made it sound so good right and I thought these guys have it so dialed Mm -hmm. there's no is the stuff was the stuff next to her it was um, it was like in the close case enough itself. that you yeah. could see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's describing it. You're but looking at awesome. it. That's awesome. Yeah. Their flow of service is so great, and I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. why they're successful. Where is it? Wait, where they're is based this? Out of Sacramento. Uh, Temple Coffee. Temple Coffee. This was mm-hmm. the one in Davis, mm-hmm. not far from the yeah. university. But they're big. Temple's really, really mm-hmm. big, and they, you know, they're in grocery stores, things like that. But the cool thing about them is they haven't lost that level of service. It's not a transaction or just a right. turn and burn, you know, right. get them in, get them out. They truly take their time, yeah. do it with care. They're educating mm-hmm. you. You know, these are what we have to offer today. Such and such copies. What do you normally mm-hmm. enjoy? And then That's we can great. kind of guide you through there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's super professional. I mean, in all the coffee shops we've been in, probably hundreds at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not quite a thousand. I think they're way up there on customer mm-hmm. service. They're awesome. And they do. Every location. We've been to them all. So. Yeah. I forget. Yeah. We actually went to a I training. I think they should do a guide. <laughs> oh, like a coffee I'm guide? Yeah. Oh, right. Like a farm so trail map, but with yeah. coffee. And it Counter sounds coffee. like so pretty fun. much the fun. work is done. Yeah. That would be fun. I'll, I'll yeah. hand over our, off our air, journal book. Off air, I'm going to give you some <laughs> other things I think you should do. Okay. okay. We'll do, yeah. Cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, about yeah. Temple, when we went to their, um, it was a class that we attended, kind of like a coffee 101 type thing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they had said they don't let the baristas get on the bar 
until after how many hours? Something crazy. They don't just... 200 hours? Something. Incredible. I don't but it's, yeah. It's up there. They yeah. don't just give you an apron and say, go for it. I mean, what do you have to do before you get there? I mean, I think you go through all the steps of training to know what you're selling first and foremost mm-hmm. to, you know, the right temperatures of milks, your steaming <sighs> techniques, on and on and on. Awesome. Like you wouldn't, they, yeah. in the restaurant, you wouldn't say, okay, you know what? Put on your suit and tie and go sell some wine tonight without training right. and educating right. Well, when you said it, it reminded me of the sushi chefs where like when you go train with a sushi master, the only thing you do for years is is maybe make the rice. That's like mm-hmm. your job is probably right. dishes exactly. and then uh-huh. they'll that like you're allowed to make the rice. That's like a big step up. Yeah. And, and it's years, literally years before you're even touching like a piece of fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you're talking about, oh, my God, you're just giving me flashbacks of, know, that's of, of milk, of steaming milk and what people do to milk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And these days there's oh, so many milk alternatives. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh. Ten years ago, it wasn't like this. Mm-hmm. I used to work at a mom and pop Italian restaurant restaurant talk about the old espresso machines this thing was like a fire breathing dragon nobody wanted to touch it and when a guest would order a cappuccino it's like oh my gosh we kind of all like ducked for cover well have you ever had one blow on you before oh it's a disaster (laughs) in this messy situation the old copper machine dangerous scary Mm -hmm. man so to prepare a hot beverage off of one of these it's like you better stand back hold your breath wish for the best and just get that damn cappuccino out to the table because yeah. it wasn't easy back then. Yeah. With those bulky Well, just watching people just get milk up to like 300 degrees and then... Oh, and you can smell scalding. it. Right. It Burning. totally smells yeah. like, like, like you made pudding on the stove. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, then they just stick it in the fridge. Ooh. And then, then when someone orders the next cappuccino, they just pull that same milk out. Right. And you're like, where... What is this? What are you crusted. doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, nice skin of milk on top yeah. and the temperature control. And yeah, you're giving me zone. flashbacks of all Oof. the things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, you can mess it's it up. It's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. No, but. it's true. Yeah, we don't even, Maria doesn't even, we don't We don't wait for coffee or order coffee anymore. She, everything's on the app. So, like, everything's ordered and then you just walk in and pick it up off the counter. Mm-hmm. Um, I like making coffee at home because one time we... This is a good exercise if you have a child or not. So <laughs> she, she was talking about the cost of something. And, oh, that's not that expensive. And I said to her, do you know why mommy and I make coffee at home now? It's because we added up how much we were spending at Starbucks. And it was like basically $5 a day. Let's say it's just during the week and it's mm-hmm. the two of us. So let's say it's $10 a day times five that's fifty dollars a week times 52 now add that up and Mm -hmm. and she was like she's got her you know my phone and she's like oh my god i'm like that's just the coffee yeah so imagine throwing a pastry once in a while and you're she likes to get a chocolate croissant and Mm -hmm. a um oh i forget what she she gets some drink that's got whipped cream on it or something something like apple drink or something but yeah it can get up there Uh Um, so that's why we just started, we found a good coffee that we like and started making it at home because I just would not, I couldn't justify it anymore. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if you buy a really good bag of beans, it's going to pay for itself and you kind of get those 15 minutes to yourself on the day to start your morning off or, you know, your midday, whatever. And then you just make it a little ritual, get into the habit Mm -hmm. and you know, it's well now people have those, like there's all these crazy machines now. Like you were mentioning George Clooney earlier. I I think it was, 
And do. so do you, does it come with the little, like the little things that look like little creamers? That, yeah, I have to buy them. Okay. The little pods. The pods. The pods I do. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I'm an espresso person for mm-hmm. sure. And I generally like the coffee if it's got seven bars and higher. So they rate all the strength of the coffee by just little dashes. Mm -hmm. So it goes up to 12. But then they do these limited releases. Like I love (laughs) Cuba. Um, I love, I mean, they, they have, and it's, it's expensive, but, and I, so in my container today, I had two capsule like coffees, like long shot Mm -hmm. and then a short shot and then my almond milk. Mm-hmm. And I usually do three capsules a day. That could be anywhere from two ten to three dollars, because right. the the capsules are anywhere from seventy cents to a dollar mm-hmm. or dollar ten maybe now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like, but there are some, you know, India. I mean, there, are, and I I find it fascinating their customer service. You order online, and I get it in two days. Sometimes the next day. Wow. I mean, they're really efficient. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And their email marketing is very regular, but not overkill. And I can drink an espresso without cream. Mm-hmm. I don't always like it that way. But, you know, it's it's pretty amazing. I think it's pretty amazing. Are you amazing. sipping yeah. it at that point or is it? Going down in one. You know, the thing with me is heat. Uh-huh. I cannot drink things really, really hot. Mm-hmm. It amazes me when people in the restaurant are like, my coffee's not hot enough. My soup's not hot enough. Mm-hmm. I, I have to wait almost 15 minutes before I can drink my coffee. And you can't, mm-hmm. I can't taste things when they're that hot. Either I need can things I, but some to, people to be, need yeah, it warm. that hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if they've like numb their throat <laughs> and they can't tell. But I, I literally, mm-hmm. the other day I like took a sip, like I'll make it and I'll leave the top off and then put the top on before I go. So then it'll be close to the right temperature. Mm-hmm. The other day I totally spaced and I went to take a sip and I literally, I burned my mouth oh, no. and it ruins you for the day. Did yeah. you sue? Yeah. Myself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do all the time. Don't you remember Don't that when someone sued? What was yeah, it? Jack McDonald's. in the Box or McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like yeah. our coffee was too hot. And, and mm-hmm. I always thought that was the funniest thing. Like, it's like crazy. Yeah. How... And they won. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think, yeah, I think probably, I don't remember, but it must have had to do with how they pass it or how they got it or how it, I don't know. I mean... We're a litigious society. So yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we are. If you can sue someone for giving you your coffee because it's too Cause hot. Because it's too hot. Then the you can pretty much yeah. sue anyone. Yeah, for it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's funny you'll hear those people order their coffee. Can I get it extra hot? No. You know, or a certain, a certain <laughs> yeah. time. No, you cannot. Yeah. Can I get it at 200 yeah. blah, blah, blah plus degrees? Yeah. Same reason you can't get an extra rare steak yeah. anymore. The yeah. liability right. is right. It's just yeah. too high. No one does steak tartare. Yeah. Wait a minute, yeah. girl in the fig does steak tartare. I don't care. <laughs> take tar- steak tartare all day long. It's a classic, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not impossible meat either. Mm, it's real steak. Mm-hmm. Just saying. No, I know. I'm I'm just thinking of the impossible stuff. Yeah. Sorry, you got me. Yeah. There's a new sausage coming out. Don't even. And some go of the there. stuff that's in it is filler, so it's basically like 
sawdust. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We need to do that. Well, not this week. I don't think that'll be a good idea. <laughs> we, have, we have the vegan show this weekend, so we we're going to a still... vegan dinner on yeah. Sunday. <laughs> They're probably going to be like impossible, impossible. We're not serving <laughs> total any cheerleaders. Of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay so away from funny. that one for a couple weeks. Well, um, you know, coffee and food too, like coffee flavor, coffee ice cream, coffee sauces, coffee and mole, coffee. Oh. When I was in Cuba, seriously, this is really true. Like when I was in like Cuba? When I was in Cuba, <laughs> this is what happened to us. So I was with my friend Gary Saperstein and we had our wonderful driver. I wish I could remember. I'm just, I love traveling. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but he was with us all week. He was amazing. We were, we were, we left Havana. We left Trinidad. We're going somewhere else that's far away. I don't even remember. Um, but we're like, are there any coffee plantations? <laughs> like we have no idea. And there's no way you, know, you can't. Incubate. And they're like, that's so racist. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't What'd really, you say back there? You can't no. go off the beaten track, you know, like Cuba, when you're in Cuba, you're supposed to do what they tell you to do and that's it. And there's no, you know, and, but we're driving, we're on this road and we've been driving for hours. I'm like, don't you know where there's a coffee plantation around here (laughs) and then we see and he's like i don't know but then we see a man on a horse and he he says hombre or whatever the word was (laughs) 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 he's like um in cuban language spanish probably or whatever and he's like spanish and he's like where do you know if there's a coffee plantation here and the guy's like follow me and so on the in horse? this car, we follow the man on the horse. And what I'm a, like, I'm like, like this. Of a bad I'm movie. like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. And we, he tells us to pull over. And he walk to pull up over. this hill. He's on a horse. He's, well, no, pull the car off the road. We go up this hill, like no real stairs or anything and brush and whatever. We get up to the top of this hill and... It's like we're here, and we were at his coffee plantation. No way! I'm not kidding you. It was a very small plantation, but he had where they dried the beans. Mm. He showed us the beans on his trees, different places. There were a lot of animals there. I mean, a lot of chickens, a <sighs> lot of beautiful. He, they wanted to do a, a cockfight for us. Oh, and I'm awesome. please do not. Yeah. I'm like I beg you, do not sacrifice one of your chickens for us. We just yeah. want to see the coffee, unless we're gonna eat it. <laughs> exactly. And this house is no windows, no doors. Everything's wood. I mean, everything's dirt and clay and wow. And they went and made us coffee. Wow. And you know the bean. I I mean I have pictures. I I couldn't find them that quickly but they made coffee and we drank it and we're like oh i was so sick the next day really well it's the water i mean i didn't even think about it at the time Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my god these people they had nothing they had chickens and they had you didn't have a bottle of avion to give them to make (laughs) your coffee with. no what did we give them oh god i had so many art supplies they had little kids i gave them all the i mean gave them everything we had you know, we're like traveling with toilet paper. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
mean, it's crazy, crazy mm-hmm. time, but mm-hmm. truly, and unfortunately we couldn't, it was very lost in translation, the process from taking the beans and what they do with it, whatever. But to, but remembering like how proud this woman was and this guy was, and he had like a sports jersey on, like an Eagles, you know, some like sports <laughs> American. Team. Yeah. yeah. And, but he was so proud and he was so excited. And so I, I guess it just makes me think like coffee is also one of the, the beverages that brings countries together. It's Definitely. gotta be global, it's universal. Right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. it really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sumatra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in Cuba and Colombian coffee. Colombian, Honduras, I would love to go Ethiopia. to Colombia to do a coffee thing. Oh, yeah. wouldn't that be fun? That'd be amazing. Oh my God, it would be amazing. Kona. Amazing. You know, I don't love Kona coffee. I don't know if I've had it right. Yeah, it tastes different. You lived in Hawaii forever, so you probably drank a lot of Kona coffee. Yeah, but I don't know. I think saying I don't like Kona coffee is like saying I don't like Zinfandel. You know what I mean? It's like there's so many variables to it. You know what? I appreciate that. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, where it's kind of like, you know, is it a light roast, dark roast? So is it just called Kona because of the island? It has to come from that island? I assume so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Not from a Kona bush. Uh, (laughs) Like a Zinfandel bush. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know. Oh, it's a fun day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, God, we could go on and on now, but... It's so fascinating. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm so excited for you guys. I can't wait to see where you go. Thank I you. can't wait to come have a pour over, or comb over, pour over <laughs> <laughs> at Flatbed Farms on Saturday from 10 to 2. Do we see this going through just indefinitely until? Yeah, it's yeah. a year round. Okay, cool. Stand. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Look for the for sign off Highway 12. Highway 12. Yeah. Slow yeah, are down. you guys under a roof? So if it does rain, you're... We're, we're under a tent. We're covered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're covered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. So yeah, if so you live here in Sonoma or if you're visiting, make it one of your stops. This could yeah. be one of the cool experiences is to go get the pour over, which the first time for me hearing that yeah. expression and understanding what the hell that meant. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm going to have to go check it out yeah. i have never yeah, been to flatbed farms so i know that oh, um, you would like it chef manley has been stopping there and getting some mm-hmm. stuff for the um for the um, restaurant mm-hmm. and um she really likes it so yeah uh and any comments you want to leave if you want to get in touch with these guys if you have a special event coming up that uh, you might possibly want to hire them then we would love to hear from you. You can always go to thebikegoeson.com. I think it's the best place for you to get um, information on past and upcoming shows as well as pictures that uh, we can show you. I took a picture of their business card and Sandra is going to post, post a picture of this incredible um, Cuban oh, I will. Um, coffee plantation <laughs> I will. and following well, the man on the horse. Yeah, I we will. need to see the horse. <clears throat> Not that only awesome. that, this is so weird, but one the second episode, the second issue of Fig Chronicles, I did a whole thing, an article. The first article was morning rituals, and then I did mm-hmm. a guide to latte art and barista training 101 with some latte ah, art. This was volume number two. But where I got this information, it was reprinted from coffeeinfo.wordpress.com. 
coffeeinfo.wordpress.com. It was fascinating. So much information. And, um, you know, but one of the things in a restaurant is like, never get a consistent cappuccino or cafe latte and how much foam and how much milk and how much whatever. And the, most the general public really doesn't know. God, it so, used to be that people would just order coffee. Yeah, exactly. And now coffee, it's regular a, decaf. It yeah. is a process. Yeah. Phenomenon. Not, not <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. But yeah, so really cool. All right, you guys, we will look forward to talking to you next week. This has and been... Flora, at Flora Coffee underscore Sonoma. Thank you. All Check of these out guys, you. Jeff Instagram. and Emily. And Thanks so thank much. You. Yeah, thank you, you bet. Thank you, guys. Yeah. See everyone soon. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm.